So I'm on the uh, BJJ Fanatics website, and I see three new videos by some guy named Thomas Radzinski. Uh, are you familiar with that guy at all? Nope, absolutely not. No? Well, he's got some good stuff. Three new, three brand new videos. Um, they're getting amazing reviews, which is good to see as well. Uh, but you got to tell us about them real quick? Yeah. You know, I had yeah, you guys already know, but I had um, opportunity to go to Boston, shoot three more instructionals, one on butterfly hook, complete guide for butterfly hook, two, um, wrap lapel and submit them, and three, we have uh, taking the back. It's particularly designed for guys for over 40 because there is no climbing involved. All the back days are on the ground, uh, very, very full and effective system. So dip into it. I'm really hoping that this is going to help your jiu-jitsu and really take it to the next level. BJJFanatics.com. Just search R-O-Z-D-Z. We have all had that situation where after class is when we want to ask a question. And uh, Thomas, a lot of those questions you've already answered, right, at Ask a Black Belt. Yeah, it's another podcast that I'm running. Um, it, it, you know, it's on podcasts, all podcast platforms, plus on, on YouTube. You can find it anywhere. Just search for my name. Search search for Ask a Black Belt. At this point, over 100 episodes, different questions, jujitsu, life-related, but something that everybody comes across, and often these questions sink in our mind, but we don't ask for whatever reason. So... If that benefits you, go there, listen. It actually might help your jujitsu, might help your life as well. And if you have any questions, find me on Instagram and drop me a line. I'll be happy to answer your question and mention your name during the episode. Welcome to Raw Radio. We are live. Here we go. Was that easier for you this time to what? say we are live? Uh, it's, oh, it's after three hundred <laughs> something. <laughs> uh, so before we get into this, don't forget yep. to go to our website, therollradio.com, cast a vote for your favorite episodes, and we'll send you some t-shirts and some cool stuff. Access to Roll TV and all that. So um, you know, keep doing that. Keep doing. Keep keep those comments flowing. We do appreciate your feedback, and I, I'm actually always interested in about the impact that we are making. So, uh, yeah, thank check you. it out. Uh, read your emails. Uh, <laughs> read your emails. Yes, read your emails. Um, so, yeah. Um, another coral belt. Yes, Fabio Santos. Yeah, 45 years or something like that on the mats. It's incredible. Yeah, and you know his story is quite quite amazing. But I'm I'm actually really amazed how. You know, when I was coming up and learning jiu-jitsu, go through color belts, I always looked up, and I said this on the, on, on the show many times, but, like, I always looked up to black belts. You know, that that was, like, the target or the, the goal to aim for. And now we are sitting with coral belts and oh, having right. conversations. Yeah. That's, that, I don't know how you feel about that, but that, that's mind-blowing to me. That's um, mind-blowing to me that somebody – one has the capability, but two, passion to continue doing the art of jiu-jitsu for so long. Yeah, and, you know, um, some of these people, that's all they know, which I think they just continue. It's their life. Um, you know, I, um, I, 
and it's, it's their culture. And I'm wondering like, when is the wave of American coral belts going to start, you know, really hitting? Oh. And like, you know, so right. We've got a class we've got, we're going to have a bunch of kids on the mat in, in, a, in less than an hour or in an hour. Will it be much more common so that they're not, um, it's not as amazing or will that be like the, the black belt? You know, it's like, you know, will it be commonplace? I guess. Yeah. You know, that's a very interesting question or a comment, right? And like, we have to look at the dirty dozen, right? So like Chris Howder, where is he? Six degree, I believe. Yeah. You know, which would put him as a coral belt handful years away. Yeah. Right. I don't know what his, you know, promotion. 30 years of black belt, isn't it? Right. Isn't that first, th- first three is three years. Yeah. Right. And then and after there's five. So you get nine that's 15 plus nine. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, so, he's there technically, you know, so, um, but, but well, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. But I guess my point is, is like, you bring up a really good point is, is the, the first generation of American black belts are creeping up to that coral belt, mm-hmm. um, timeline, if right. you will. Yeah. Right and short of the age and I them expiring, couple, I think a couple of the dirty dozen have it already, but it's so new. Um, yeah, but the dirty dozen is not necessarily American. Right. American, remember yeah. that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I you know what? This is flaw on my part because I don't know if I don't think we have a American coral belt yet. I mean, do we? I mean, <sighs> I, that, that would require you know, some research. Maybe let's take a t- t- table that is a task to do for next takeaway, but um. Um, but that's an interesting point, right? Once it becomes more and more popular, well, the coral belt is going to be the, the, the common denominator, if you will, the common right. thing to, to see all around, right? Well, I mean, recently we had a first female coral belt, right? That was last year, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all that is part of, it's interesting. Yeah. And I just, I, will it be more commonplace? And I, so, you know, Obviously, they're older. You know, what's it going to look like? What's a coral belt going to look like? Because right now, I'm not trying to insult anyone or anything like that. It is all a much older group of people. Mm-hmm. So now that jujitsu is becoming more commonplace and these kids are getting their black belts at a younger age when they're very early into adulthood, I, that then by definition, that the age of the coral belt's going to start coming down. No, it won't because there's requirements for the coral belt. Which are? Um, I'm going to pull that up. I don't know exactly. There's an age. There's an age. Um, right. So so they they can't. Coral belt has to be 68. You have to be. Yes. I, I, I'm, yeah, hold on. Um, I have to. Double check, verify the, the source that I'm looking at. <laughs> Don't quote me on this. We are on the air. Pressure is on. Right. But um, yeah, there is an age requirement for the, I'm trying to find the IBJJF um, exact um, uh, poster that they have. Um, and of course, I, I'm You can't do it right here. now, right? Uh, yeah, it's, I'm failing here. Coral, yeah, no, I don't have it. 
Are we doing this on air? I like, guess so. <laughs> like literally, we're doing this on air. Um, well, there's a reading here. What about requirements? Let's see what pops up. Well, this is going to be the most boring episode in the world. Yeah. <laughs> two two middle-aged guys not well, being able to Google things. You have to be a black belt for 31 years, right? Oh, is that? I thought, that's what I see here. Uh, and okay. okay. if that's the I case, right, if you get your black belt at 20, you know, you're looking at 51. Um, so, yeah. You know, I just, I'm, so I'm. Well, I think if you, even if we bypass that part, the fact of more black belts, there's more black belts now than it was two, three decades ago. So mm-hmm. that's one, right? So as this, as we are all aging and going through the ranks, this has become, is going to become more and more and more more and more present. Coral belt, you have to be 50. Black and red, you have to be 50. You need to be 57 to for red and white, and a red belt is 60, 67 is a requirement, age requirement. Now, in addition to that, you need to be 31 years on the mat in order for you to get a red and black, 38 years to get red and white, and a red, you need to be 48 years. So in other words... If you want, if Coral Belt is accessible for those who are 50 and they have 31 years on the mat, right? So um, that, that, puts, that puts a lot of, you know, bracketing into, mm-hmm. into who can achieve them. So some of these guys won't reach them because they are not long enough on the mat. Others won't reach them because of the age requirements, right? However, you know, as time goes on, all of that is going to continue creeping up, right? So, and for those of you who don't know, red and black belt is a seventh degree after your black belt, right? So, like, for example, Chris Howder is a sixth degree. Next one, he will be red and black once he makes the requirements of the age and time on the mat. So, um, you know, I think all this is going to continue evolving, you know, and all this, you know, who knows? And these rules might be subject to change. change, And this is all IBJJF, what I'm talking about right now, right? There are other organizations there and other people grade things differently. So this is all, you know, part of the perspective that one has on the ranking, which is controversial topic on its own. Yeah, but like I just looked, you know, Henzo's 56. So the age is coming down, you know what I mean, for – and I think over the next couple of generations, it's probably going to come down even more. Um, yeah, I don't want to get hung up on the age thing. Um, I'm more interested in, is it going to carry as much weight Yeah, 20 years from now well, than I, it carries now? Will yes. it, you know, because of the amount of people, will it be diluted almost? I don't know. I mean, it, it, listen, it, it's still, if you look at this, even though more people will have that opportunity it still doesn't take it away from them because they've been on the mat for so long right and I, we you know we've had a similar conversation about black belts and this is just one step further yeah you know do, what does it mean will it be watered down um you know we we talked to um we've talked to people who think that there should be different types of black belts you know Drysdale yeah. was talking about yeah. you know we need one for the guys that competitors and non-competitors, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 and or and and for different reasons, you would think that you know in this day and age that the competitor one would carry more weight, but maybe not. 
you know? Um, yeah. So it's, you know, hard, it's, it's hard to say if somebody's never done a, a ton of competitions, um, but their self-defense is so amazing. Uh, what carries more weight? I think it's, it's an interesting time. And I think over the next 20 years, things are going to change as much, if not more than they've changed in the previous 20. Yeah, it, it definitely continues evolving and it's definitely a, um, a very an interesting time that we are part of this, mm-hmm. you know, sitting back and looking at the evolution of jujitsu. It is intriguing. It is interesting. It definitely is getting more popular. There's definitely more attraction and more um, interest around this. You know, I, I think we, we also have the opportunity to provide service. I mean, listen, 10 years ago, not many, there, there was not many jobs surrounding jujitsu today shit we both are employed i mean it's just it is what it is you know what i mean and not only from a podcast perspective running academy teaching you know being involved like it all turns into more opportunities you know um it it really becomes much bigger and bigger and bigger now what it will turn out in 20 years i think a lot of this is up to us it really is it really is you know i think we are in the middle of it and i think a lot of people don't think about this you know we are shaping what jiu-jitsu is going to look like in 20 years. We are, you know, and, and you know, whether you ignore the bar or you not, whatever you're doing has an impact on how our kids or the next generation, what they will be experiencing at jiu-jitsu academy. That's the bottom line. It really is. So if it's our response, I mean, so do you have to go forward knowing that and making decisions based on that? Or is it more natural? Does it just happen? Does it unfold naturally as you're doing whatever you're doing? And then there's a point where it's like, oh, maybe such and such organization needs to implement this. Listen, I think there's only a handful of individuals in the world who can make a change that will impact the entire population, okay? And you can drop the names there, right? Fill the blanks. However, besides those individuals, one person cannot shift the entire direction. However, collaboratively, as working as a teams, groups of people, we can actually steer the ship in a certain direction. So what I mean by this is if all of us focus on, you know, I, I don't know, doing something specific in jiu-jitsu, let's, hypothetically we're going to say, we're going to remove takedowns from jiu-jitsu, and everybody did this, it would shift it away. Mm-hmm. If we said, listen, gi is the primary thing. Nobody is going to train no gi. That shift will take place. I think what is happening today, what we are experiencing, what we're seeing today, that there is a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Everybody wants to have their own ideas, especially in, in this country. A lot of people who have, you know, they want to create different flavors, different, different things in jiu-jitsu. One, because it's popular. Two, because they are looking to gain the upper hand on somebody else. But that are the same. the consequence of it is there is no no formal platform that's unified. There isn't. You look at other sports, you know, soccer has one rules. There's no two flavors of soccer. There aren't. There's tennis. There's, There's no different flavors of tennis. There's one tennis. You look at judo, same thing. Taekwondo, hate it. Karate, hate it. Doesn't matter. But there's, there's no flavors. In jiu-jitsu, there's many of them. Right, and now we can look at this as this is a bad thing because we don't have unified sport or unified art. 
Or we can look at this as we have freedom to do what we want. Can you have unified art? I don't think you can. Well, I think you can have a you can have a unified sport. Sport, yes, yeah. and I think yeah, you're right. right. You're right. I mean, the sport is what creates the rules, the yeah. rules of engagement. The art is the fluidity, and this is what Chris Howder talks about often, right? Mm-hmm. Street sport and art, you know, and having a cohesive between those three, where what creates what we need, you know, that's that's his, you know, agenda or his vision. On this, right, and the moment, but it, there's something behind it because the moment we separate those three, you know, there's no cohesiveness. Think about it, in an academy who teaches self-defense only, they will, by default, they will ignore certain aspects of sport, mm-hmm. and by by doing that, as a result, those students will not have that knowledge. And the flip flop is to the other side. You have somebody who teaches sport only, you know, and there will be very sport-specific strat- strategies. By default, they are removing the self-defense from it right. because it's not applicable to, to those rules of engagement. Right, wrong, I'm not the one to judge. But those are the consequences that we're dealing with. Like it's just this, this, is, this is what the evolution is like. Right. And if we look at it from the same perspective, from just even a human perspective, look at humans 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. Very different people. Very different people than what it is. Look at us 20 years ago. What? Very, I don't know. <laughs> well, you, you haven't changed. Yes, but, I've changed uh, a lot. I'm just talking about just, you know, generational changes, mm-hmm. right? That's part of the evolution, right or wrong. You know, anybody, I think anybody who is resistant to the change will be left behind. At the same time, you know, just being acceptance of what is happening around you is ignorant too. So I think we ha- we do have a responsibility of shaping what the future looks like within our own domain. As long as we do continue working together and we continue growing this art, I think our kids have, they have an opportunity. Um, what they will do with it, well, that's up to them. Mm-hmm. And I, okay, I like it. I like it. I just wonder when the first Coral Belt kid. <laughs> we didn't talk anything about Fabio and his no. episode. That puts us to the point you need to, if you didn't listen, go and listen. One of the better episodes. Very interesting conversation. You, you, you must tune in. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.